Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. Again, as you all know, code word PHNX when you hop in there. All right. We got a lot to get to today, an absolute ton. We're going to talk a little bit about Cal. Keep in mind, big in-depth previews coming tomorrow and Friday. Want to give you a little bit of a taste of everything that's going on right there. Why I think Vegas is a little bit behind the curve. Um, some players that uh, we talked about a lot in the preseason that haven't you know, played a ton, but uh, just kind of want to give you an update on where they are. And as always, we're going to make fun of ASU a little bit. But first, let's just kind of, you know, just lay the groundwork a little bit for this Arizona Cal game that's coming up right here. Um, I've said it from the beginning. I think that, and again, take this for what it's worth, because a lot of people have lost money going against what Vegas is doing. But the one thing about it is that I see, I look at Cal and I think to myself, yes, this is a good, I mean, this is an okay team. I'll put it to you like that. But when you look at some of their games, twenty to fourteen against a really against a crummy UNLV team, yes, you hung in there against Notre Dame, but Notre Dame isn't good. There's nothing really about this squad that impresses you, and I guess I get Vegas putting them in the, uh, as a three point favorite, mainly because they're at home. But if they're a three point favorite, that leads me to believe that Vegas, or excuse me, that uh, on a neutral field, I almost said neutral court on a neutral field that Arizona and Cal would be a pick'em. That doesn't feel that doesn't feel right to me. Again, I've had people on Twitter and it's a great point. They say, you know, Arizona's won three of their last 27 games. I get it. But I'm going to keep going back to this point time and time again that that doesn't really mean anything. It's all a new year. It's a new year at this point. Every team out there is new and Arizona is much the same way. I look at Cal right here and they don't have an explosive offense. Um, and the big problem that they have, and I think that this is really going to come into fruition against Arizona, is that your that you can't protect your quarterback. Cal's one of the apps has one of the worst offensive lines in the entire country. And again, Plummer, their QB, ended up getting knocked out early. Um, now he's he should be fine for this game, obviously, but. It's weird to say again, but Arizona football right now with Hunter Eccles and Jalen Harris off the edge and a decent pass rush on the interior is probably going to cause a lot of problems for the California Golden Bears, to be honest with you, because 
in years past, Arizona didn't have a pass rush. You didn't really have anybody that you had to fully focus on, that you had to fully concentrate on. That isn't the case anymore. You've got multiple guys, and Hunter Eccles, as we've talked about uh, ad nauseum on this show, is going to be a he's generally when you get fifth year guys that haven't played a ton, it's really hit or miss. And most times it's miss, not hit. He looks like an NFL player. And, you know, I tweeted out the other day, I'm not sure if that's a testament to Cal or USC's coaching or their talent level, or maybe a little bit of both. But either way, Eccles has been a beast, and he looks like he could be an all-conference type player. Harris has been very solid as well. But the Arizona defensive line, that's the key to this game. Arizona's defensive line needs to eat up California's offensive line. And if they do that, then I think Cal's going to be in a world of trouble, to be honest with you. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, where could we watch this game? And the place that you should watch this game is, again, and this is for every away game, Come hang out with me at Tap and Bottle Downtown. They're hosting every single AZ Wildcats podcast watch party for all football away, uh, all away football and basketball games. Again, enjoy food trucks, Four Peaks beer specials, giveaways, all kinds of good brew. And it's starting at uh, people probably start getting there about 1.30. It's a kickoff at 2.30 this week. Come join me again. It's a lot of fun and there's nothing more enjoyable than watching a football watch party with people that are also likewise U of A fans. Now you all, I also mentioned uh, four peaks, four peaks is four peaks is fantastic. It's the official brew of PHNX. Enjoy four peaks specials at tap and bottle away watch parties. You must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. That goes without saying, obviously, but we obviously have to say it. All right. So again, we're going to break it down in depth tomorrow, but I do think that the I do think that the betting public is a little bit behind, or the Vegas uh, is a little bit behind on where exactly Arizona is right now. So we'll keep you up to date on that one. Now, looking ahead, then. I've had a number of people ask me about some of the players that we've talked about in the preseason a ton and who they haven't either heard their names or they haven't heard them mentioned. So I figured that we would uh, uh, figure we'd kind of break down a few of them that I've been getting a lot of messages about. Um, the first one right there is Speedy Luke. Fam, as we call him. All right. Speedy is um, Speedy had his first big splash play of the season. Um, ended up getting a little dinged up at the end of the game. Nothing long term. But uh, it's just been a little bit of a um, it's been a little bit of a transformation into the college game. To be honest with you, um, he's a small guy. There's just there's no doubt about it. He's about five eight one sixty something like that. He's not much bigger, and if he is much bigger, it's not it's not that much. So I think, and this is just me guessing. I think the coaches are a little hesitant to put him on kick returns right now, maybe because of his size. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that because I've we've seen other very small kick returners come in and immediately start returning kicks. De'Anthony Thomas obviously comes to mind, but Arizona is still figuring out exactly how to use him on sweeps on passes. They're going to figure it out because you know there is a track record of having success with players like Speedy. It's just going to take a little bit of time, but I look for Speedy to really make it his emergence next year. A player that's also kind of in that boat for uh, drastically different reasons, though, Kean Burnett. Now, Burnett was one of the highest rated players that Arizona has gotten into their program at the tight end position, was a USC commit, everybody knows. And uh, his father, Big Chester, 
was an Arizona great who uh, played in the NFL for a little bit. The problem I think that Kean is having right now is nothing to do physically or from a you know from a mental standpoint. It's just the tight end position is more difficult to to play than the wide receiver position when you're coming in because of the blocking in, involved. Now Kean is uh, a um, he's going to be fine at that, but he didn't have a position coach either. It's uh, in high school, so that's going to take a little bit more time right there. But again, don't worry about him. He's going to be just fine. I none of my expectations for either one of these players have changed in the least. And quite frankly, a few of these other players we're going to mention, same situation right there. Uh, Kevin Green, another one. Kevin Green was an absolute star during um, during spring ball, and he played very well into fall camp. Running twos on the depth chart right now. Um, the problem, I think, just right now is that he's a little small. He'll be there. He'll be fine by next year. And you got to remember, as we talked about all season, this is a – this is a player or this is a receiving unit that's one of the best in the conference. And it was always going to be hard for anybody to break in over those top three of Jacob Cowing, T-Mac, and Dorian Singer. Uh, Kevin Green's definitely going to get there. And especially if a guy like Jacob Cowing ends up going to the uh, NFL, that spot could open up and he could be right in there. I expect him to be right in there as well. Another wide receiver as well, A.J. Jones, six foot four. Massive guy. Um, we've seen his big playability. He's just another guy. Great future. I always kid that he looks a lot bigger than 6'4", but great future. He just needs to um, he just needs to continue to improve and wait his time because just like I just talked about with Kevin Green, that receiver position is absolutely loaded right there. And but you know. There's big plans for A.J. Jones, so do not worry about him at all. All right, we're going to talk about the defensive side of the ball here in just a moment. But a couple other things I wanted to talk to you about first. All right, game time. Now, the thing with game time is this, is that it's the hottest new ticketing site, and it makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. And shows. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. And if you love PHNX, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying tickets through the link in the description. Now, we had a guy on the post-game show talk about how game time was able to uh, set him up and the tickets were cheaper, as we mentioned, 60%. So check it out. Game time is absolutely fantastic. Now, one other thing too, Candlin. Uh, not all children, and we all know somebody like this, have what they need to be as you know successful in life. In Arizona alone, almost 30% of young children live in poverty, and more than 50% of these children are behind their peers before they even start kindergarten. Just think about that for a second. Uh, Candlin, a Phoenix-based nonprofit, is on a mission to provide the support programs and tools that every child needs to nurture their future. To get involved with Candlin's mission, or make a donation, visit Candlin.org. That's Candlin.org. So great, absolutely great cause right there. All right. Now, a couple defensive players that I think people asked about that I wanted to get to a little bit. And this is actually a good problem to have. Deuce Davis and Deuce Lane. Um, both the Deuces. Both these guys are going to be starters. They're going to be multi-year starters. There's no doubt about it. Deuce Davis came in as a pass rusher, and he's gotten some play. But again, a little bit undersized right now. The great thing about him, though, is that he's also got 
he's not being forced into action because Arizona has gotten stellar play so far from Hunter Eccles and Jalen Harris, and they haven't come off the field much. So that's the big reason that Deuce Davis isn't uh, in there. I would expect Deuce Davis to probably, I would expect Deuce Davis to be a starter next year. And then the other Deuce, Deuce Lane. Deuce Lane is a a massive kid. He is one of the biggest freshmen that you'll ever see. It was a little bit of a transition period. Keep in mind, he came in late. And so when you come in late, and by on time, I mean late, or by late, I mean on time. So many kids get in here uh, so they can participate early, so they can participate in spring ball. He came in in the summer, so he was a little bit behind. But Jed Fish has talked multiple times about the uh, the strength and the impact that Deuce is going to have. And you start to see him getting on the field and he's had a couple games where he's gotten a lot of reps. He's going to be fine. He's going to be a bulwark of that defense. So again, these are all good problems to have because all of these players I mentioned, my expectations for them have not changed in the least. As a matter of fact, if anything, I'm even more excited about what they uh, can do. I didn't even mention a guy like a Noah Fafita, but we've talked about him and where we think he, Arizona stands with him as the future at that position. So good stuff all the way around right there. Now, before we sign off here, I want to make fun of ASU a little bit because we like doing that on this show. ASU is – the Herm Edwards era is interesting because, yes, I know he went 4-0 against Arizona. He was 26-20. and I get all of that. That's cool. That's fun. But – the Herm Edwards and his staff, not only were they arrogant, they cheated in ways that you generally don't see teams cheat. You didn't hear a lot about schools getting in trouble during a recruiting during the pandemic, mainly because it was uncharted waters and it was very clear what you could and couldn't do. ASU did all of that. And I think ASU thought that, well, why don't we just get rid of the coordinators? Why don't we get rid of the coaches and we can ride this one out? Well, come to find out that that didn't actually, that wasn't actually a legitimate possibility right there. On top of that, Herm Edwards then loses about 30 players to the transfer portal. And these are players that can play. These are guys that went to USC, Florida, Florida State, Oklahoma, Ohio State. I can go on and on down the list. They lost a lot of talented guys. And I... Don't know exactly what the future is going to be hold, but it's a terrible look when you get uh, credible reporters reporting that ASU assistant coaches were basically giving away information because they wanted to undermine Edwards to get him out of there. That's a bad, bad look for everybody involved right there. Um, now, ASU obviously blew him out. My question would be Ray Anderson. Where does he lay in all of this? Because Ray Anderson is... Ray Anderson is a guy who is making these hires. He's the one that stuck by Herm Edwards. And do you really want him making another football hire? I mean, from an Arizona perspective, I'm totally cool with it. You, you let Ray Anderson do Ray Anderson. But, you know, if I'm an ASU fan, I'm not feeling great about that whatsoever. It's another reason why we are big fans of Dave Heakey and President Robbins on this show, because they know what they're doing. They're in the trenches and they get the big picture. But ASU is a total dumpster fire. I don't know who they're going to be able to hire because what up-and-coming coach is going to want to take that job knowing that you have no clue what those sanctions are going to be. And on top of that, with those sanctions coming down, they could be severe. So ASU is going to be in a holding pattern for a little while right here. Now, 
Uh, tomorrow, we're going to get into everything Cal and Cal offense, Cal defense related. But before we sign off here, wanted to just tell you again about more, more furniture. Check out the new PHNX Studios, and you can spruce up your home just like that during more furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. Remember, M-O-R furniture.com. Okay. Well, again, we're going to be back with you tomorrow. Game t- Game week coming up in-depth with Cal. We're going to talk to you soon. You all have a great Wednesday. Got an Arizona basketball presser coming up. I'll be tweeting about shortly. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.